tonight to, to honor the Lord. And if nobody gets saved, I'll shout because I follow God. And if half the church gets saved, I'm probably going to tear something up and shout some more because I follow God. Amen. And so we'll see. I don't know, but God knows. Revelation chapter number 20, verse number 11. If you're there, say amen. Of course, John is writing from the Isle of Patmos. He said, And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Let's pray. Father, we love you. God, we thank you, Lord, for your sweet presence. God, we thank you that you're in our midst. And Lord, your Holy Ghost is evident in this service tonight. And I pray, dear God Almighty, Lord, that you'd enable me like you never have. I pray, dear God, before I can give an altar call, the Holy Ghost will give one. I pray, dear God, that great conviction and great power from on high would fall. Oh, God, we're running out of time in these last days. God, I thank you for the ones that's been saved. And I thank you for the ones, Lord, that you've opened their eyes. And God, I thank you, dear God, for moving in our church the way you have. But God, I know your voice. God, I know what you spoke to me. God, as soon as you spoke it to me, I started looking for something else. God, I was trying every way in the world, Lord, to change your mind, and that didn't work. God, you have spoke to me clearly, and so that I'm thankful tonight. But God, more importantly, I'm asking you to do the work. I can't draw, and I cannot convict them, and I cannot open their eyes. And I cannot make them come to an old-fashioned altar and get born again. But God, without a shadow of a doubt tonight, in my heart, Lord, I believe that you want to save somebody in this place tonight. I, I believe that, Lord. I, I'm not trying to waste my time, their time, and your time. God, I believe that you want to save somebody here tonight. And so, Lord, I'm asking you publicly, God, to save them, Lord, uh, before it's everlasting too late. May they not say no to your voice, uh, and may they not reject the call of the Spirit of God. Oh, great God. Let God do something tonight only you can do. And for what you do in us, through us, and for us, we'll thank you and praise you for it's in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, Amen and Amen. May I say as John is sitting on the Isle of Patmos, it is here where God, the Holy Ghost, takes him to a time, to a portal of time somewhere down the road. John got to see with his own eyes. You don't believe me? Read the book of the Revelation. For God opened his eyes and John seen an event. It is here in chapter number 20 verse number 11 that the judgment of God has appeared to John. By the way, there is a judgment day coming. It does not matter what people think. It does not matter what folks will tell you uh, uh, but you better know honey every eye and every tongue uh, uh, will not only see him uh, uh, but will bow and 
confess that he is Lord. My friend, did you know there's coming a day where we'll all be in heaven? I'm not talking just about the saints. But there's coming a day where every child of God and every rejecter of God will be together in heaven. My friend, it is here in the book of the Revelation where God dips his mighty big hand down in the in the in the pit of hell and he pulls up the dead in all of hell and he sets them before uh, the great white throne of judgment from God uh, my friend may I go on record tonight uh, and tell you there's not one unbeliever uh, tonight in that place called hell uh, there's not one religious person uh, my friend that thinks their religion's good enough uh, in that place it's called hell. There's not one atheist tonight in a place called hell. As I stand before you tonight, hear me and hear me well. As I stand here behind the sacred desk tonight, there are billions and billions of souls of the damned that are burning beneath the very ground that we walk on. The Bible said that daily at the pits of hell and hell herself is enlarging itself daily. Did you know every few seconds that pass by somebody crosses over into eternity. My friend, you've heard it your whole life. I'm not telling you anything new. But I am telling you this. It's time for somebody to go from knowing in their mind and knowing in their morals and knowing in their mentality that hell's real and see yourself plunging in the pit of the damned. It's time for somebody to realize without the shed blood of the Lord Jesus being applied to your life and the redemption of your soul. It's inevitable hell will be your everlasting home. My friend, I thank God for heaven. We shouted about heaven tonight. We prayed about heaven tonight. We sang about heaven tonight. And bless the Lord, oh my soul, for heaven. But you better know, just as real as the streets of gold are, and just as real as the gates of pearl, and just as real as the throne of God, and just as real at my friend as the angelic choir and the clear the clear river of life there's a literal bowling burning but a hot blistering hot hell in the souls of the damned I would do anything to sit in the pews of the church house once again they would do anything to be where you are tonight Kids, are you listening to me? I'm going to be a pastor to your children. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to tell them they've got all kinds of time. Because if I tell them they've got all kinds of time, and their time comes before, because they put it off, because the preacher said they've got all kinds of time, friend, I believe their blood would drip from my hands. I don't know where this mentality crept into our churches. Uh, uh, that they're okay. Listen, I understand. I'm not a Calvinist. I understand that. Uh, that my friends, some of them are so little they literally cannot understand and grasp the gospel and grasp the message. Uh, uh, but hear me and hear me well. Mamas and daddies, you better be careful telling them. Uh, my friend, that they're okay because uh, uh, the devil's going to come by when they reach that age.
and God does not want you to die and go to hell. Hell, hell, my friend, is alive and well tonight. They say years and years ago, and I don't know exactly if it's true or what, or wasn't there, but they say, I've used this sermon illustration before, I believe it was in Syria. They started drilling and, and started digging some, somehow or another. And uh, they, they, they had to go down and send the microphone down uh, miles and miles and miles down into the, uh, the core of the earth. And their, their purpose was uh, they needed to get down there to hear what the plates were doing. Now, I might be telling you wrong, but that's what I remember. Uh, they needed to hear what was going on. And uh, it said like this, and it's supposedly a true story. Uh, I don't need this story to know hell forever. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Uh, they sent that microphone down. I've listened to it. You can look it up. Uh, when you go home on YouTube, I think it's called the Screams of the Cries of Hell, something like that. And you can hear, uh, uh, you can hear literally, they heard voices uh, of men crying from the center of the earth. You say, where is hell? In the Bible, it's the center of the earth. Uh, Hey, my friend, they heard about the story goes that those scientists all resigned and they quit doing what they were doing. It haunted them so bad. Hey, my friend, can I tell you tonight, as scary as that is and as uneasy as that seems, I don't have to have a real life story to know there's a real blistering, blowing oh, yeah. hot, burning hot hell tonight. Hey, my friend, I've been standing over caskets uh, where without a sign of a doubt the person died uh, and went to hell and there's a spirit in those services uh, and I've been standing over a casket where they died and went to heaven and there's a spirit over in those services uh, I've read in books uh, and I've never experienced it personally but I've read in books and other preachers have told me uh, stories about people on their deathbeds uh, and moments before they cross over, uh, screaming and agony, begging uh, somebody to save them that their feet were on fire. Yeah. I've never seen that, but hallelujah, I've seen this. Uh, uh, my friend is my great slave unresponsive the entire day before he died. Uh, he did not speak to anyone. He did not raise his eyelids for anyone. Uh, uh, my friend, we knew he's fixing to cross over. And God the Holy Ghost told me, uh, go down there and sing for you, Grants, uh, while he's dying on his deathbed. And my friend, that man uh, who had not responded to anything or anybody, when I begin to sing up at home, uh, in a state really of a coma, if you will, uh, in, in a state really where even when he done this, he was not with us. Uh, as I was singing, uh, my friend, I seen my Grants uh, Stretch out his arms like he was stretching on to somebody. And a tear ran down his eye. Uh, look up in here, friend. This ain't story time. Uh, uh, this is a real reality. Uh, heaven is sweet. Uh, and you can go to heaven when you die. But hell is hot. Uh, and you can go to hell when you die. Uh, my friend, uh, I'm here to tell you tonight. Uh, there's people falling off in the pits of hell. Uh, by the thousands every second there's another soul drops off into hell I realize I cannot reach the whole world but thank God I can reach this opportunity I can reach this group of people and if God the Holy Ghost told me to preach on hell somebody's lost look up in here I know somebody needs to get saved by the grace of God that preacher's don't talk like that no more. And I'll tell you why. They're afraid of being wrong. I'm not afraid if somebody don't get saved. That's not my prerogative. But I know his voice. And I'm trying to take a night under the power and the persuasion of the Holy Ghost. You'd better repent and get saved before it's too late. You better get saved. Hell's a real place. Hell's a real place. God's used me couple of different times now to give a last warning. Yep. He has. I didn't read that in a book. <laughs> God's used me now a couple of times to give a last warning. And I've watched folks reject Him. And die. Yeah. 
in the same day in one situation and die the same day. Are you listening to me? Now, do I not say you're going to die tonight? I don't know that, but you might. I don't know that you will, but I don't know that you won't. Are you listening to me? Hell is a real place. There, listen, the, the, the world has made a mockery of hell for decades and centuries gone by. The rock stars and the rock groups have made a mockery of hell like it's going to be a big party and they're going to live in their sin for all of eternity. You better hear me tonight and hear me well. Once you cross over into that pit of the damned, into that dark, endless, bottomless hole where the worm dieth not, the fire's not quenched, where there's weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. There's no turning back. Once you cross over and you're in the place called hell, I believe right now that the rich man is still crying. In Luke chapter 16, as we read it today, he's still crying. Send somebody to give me a drink of water for this flame torments me. There's people in hell. I believe this. You can think what you want. Family and friends of yours. God lost and went to hell. They're calling your name. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Begging God to send somebody your way Amen. so you don't have to die and go to that place called hell. Right. I believe that. Amen. I believe that. Wow. Hey, the rich man called out his five brothers. And beg God to send a preacher by and tell him, beg God to send him. Wouldn't it be a shame? And my friend sitting on the church view of the Bible in your lap, and there's people in hell praying for you, and you've got a preacher tonight preaching dumbbells straight to you, and you get up out of this place and you go home, and you die maybe on the way home and you sleep tonight. By the way, we're not promised another day. This mentality that we've got forever to live is a Hollywood mentality that's got to go. God may have set this whole service up. I don't know. But for one person, because you're fixing the cross. Could be. I mean that. It could be. It could be. I'm saying it is. I'm saying it could be. So I'm going to ask you tonight. What in the world is worth going to hell over? I mean, I know the devil uses. First thing he attacks is your pride. I ain't even talking about saved people that claim to be saved that's lost. I'm talking about lost people dealing with pride. If I go up there and I get saved, I. I mean, I'm going to lose all my friends. I'm going to have to quit going to Cotton Eye Joe's on the weekend. I'm going to have to quit smoking and doping. Yep. Or I'm going to have to quit saying this. Or I'm going to have to quit trying that. I mean, I don't know what, the, what all the devil uses, but he uses things. And if some of you are not careful, you will bargain your way right out into an eternal place of damnation. There's, listen to me. There is absolutely nothing worth going to hell over. Are you listening? I'm not talking about a prayer that you prayed that you didn't even mean and nothing ever changed. That ain't gonna gonna work for you. That is not gonna get you in. I'm not here to talk somebody out of their salvation. But if you're saying I'm I'm talking you into it, you know. But what I'm saying is very winning. That's not gonna be enough. Being a moral person, being a religious person, being a good person. Well, if you've got to sin and you hear me, if you're sitting there tonight and you say, I think I'm saved, you'd better get up and run to an altar and figure out before we leave. But before I get done preaching, the rapture could take place. The Lamb of God could come and the bride get out of here. And the Holy Ghost of God quits cuts the world off and lifts his head. And you may be new before I'm done. Amen. You realize that people die in church too, don't you? Oh, yes. I mean, they do. That's an 
odd thing, but people fall over and die. Do you understand tonight? You don't have to get hit by a train to die. Are you listening to me? You understand? You don't have to get in a car accident to die. You don't have to have a needle in your arm to overdose and die. You don't have to get shot by a gun to die. You don't have to be choked to death to die. You don't have to be stabbed to die. You don't listen to me. You don't have to get drunk or get hit by someone who's drunk and die. Those things are ways of death. But my friend, do you understand tonight that God is in charge of every tick in your heart? The Bible said it is appointed unto man that wants to die. And after this, the judgment. That's what's going on. And in the book of Revelation, the judgment. It's the great white throne of judgment. It's the judgment for the lost. It's not the judgment for the saved, but the judgment for the lost. And it will be on that day when the saints of God will see those whom they loved and known, who they maybe worked with or were related to. God will find the other Sinner. And 
God will evaluate their life as a sinner. And then he'll bind them. And he'll cast them into the lake of fire. Which is the second day. Are y'all listening to me? My friend, hell is torture. Hell is flames. Hell is where the word might not, the fire is not quenched. Hell is a, a bottomless pit. Hell is all these things. But my friend, the souls of the damned ain't never seen torn in like the lake of fire. For God will give them their reward for their sin according to their works. My friend, there's things such as the greater damnation. My friend, when people say, oh, so-and-so, the child molester, he's got a special place in hell. Let me correct you. He don't have a special place in hell, but he does have a special place in the lake of fire. And if you don't get saved, and if you don't repent, not only will you suffer in hell, but you'll suffer in the lake of fire. Amen. Amen. You'll suffer according to your works. Oh, yeah. We're rewarded as saints of God for our works, and you're rewarded as sinners right. and rejectors of God according to your works. Right. If you're not careful, you'll bypass all this. This crowd that's, that's sucking lollipops and right. high-fiving each other every Sunday and living like a mortal hell on Monday through Saturday. Yeah. My friend, God never speaks to them. But listen to me. If you can do whatever you want, are you listening to me? I'm preaching tonight. If you can do whatever you want and God the Holy Ghost don't deal with you, if you don't ever have to repent of your sin, if you don't ever have to deal with your sin, my friend, you're as lost as a duck in the middle of a hailstorm. Why they ain't shouting like they used to? They ain't got a thing in the world to shout about. Yeah, Are you listening? Is everybody okay? Yeah. Don't know why you ain't never just had a fit from the Lord. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Don't know why you can't have a, a spell. They 
wage a war for your soul. Yes, sir. The right. devil wants you, and your eyes to give him what he wants if you're not careful. Right. Religion's killing our churches. That's why there's no power in the singing. They've never been redeemed. That's why there's no power in the preaching. They've never been redeemed. That's why there's no power in the in the in the praise and the worship of the congregation. By the way, you're a congregation, not an audience. You're not here to watch. You're here to participate. You're here to say amen. Ain't a thing in the world wrong, boys, with just giving a big loud amen. say tonight that Christ died for the ungodly. Yes, 2 Peter 3, 8 through 10 said, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. The Lord is not slack concern His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering. Uh, to us were not willing that any should perish, uh, uh, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass away uh, with great noise and the elements shall melt with fervent heat and the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Preacher, why shouldn't I go to hell? You don't have to tonight. You don't have to. Not will that any should perish. But that all should come to repentance. Romans 6 23. Everybody knows it for the wage of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 10 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confesseth. Confession is made unto salvation for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord that shall be saved. Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man cometh unto the Father but by me. And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house tonight. Why? You shouldn't go to hell. Number one, you don't have to. People's got this ideology. Several people do. 
that I've done so much, I've done this, I've went there, I've said that, I've committed this crime, I've committed that sin, that I've, I've got, I ain't got no way out. Look up in here, honey, thank God. There's not a sinner too lost to get saved. There's not a sinner too dirty to get saved. There's not a sinner, hey, man. There's not a sinner too deprived and too depraved to get saved. But God did not come for the whole. For the whole need not a physician. He said, but he came for the sick. He came not only to get life, but to get life more abundantly. I'm trying to tell you tonight, you don't have to go to hell. No. You don't have to go. People treat hell like it's a predetermined destination. It's not. You don't have to. Right. Wouldn't it be ashamed to accept the penalty you didn't have to accept? Amen. I mean, how many of y'all, if you, come, if, you, if you got a speeding ticket, everybody stay on course. If you got a speeding ticket for going 10 miles over the speed limit and you had a choice between a $10 fine or a $100 fine, but the judge was going to pardon you, throw it out, are you listening? And you, you had that choice or you had the electric chair. How many of y'all say, I believe I'm going to turn down the pardon ship. <laughs> and I believe, Judge, because I'm a speeder, I believe I'll take the electric chair. Oh, That's how much salvation makes sense. Yeah. 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 Free. It, listen, why you should go to hell, you don't have to go. Yeah. He's paid the price. Yeah. Yes, your sin and being a sinner and the sin of unbelief should have put us all there. But somebody help me. But he paid the price. You don't have to go to hell. So why would you? Number two. I shouldn't go to hell. Number one, I said you don't have to. Number two, you don't need to. I said you don't have to go, but you don't need to go. Y'all believe in the preacher telling you what you need to do sometimes? Come on, somebody more than Shelby. Do y'all believe that God puts a man in your life, puts a touch of God on him to tell you what you need? I'm here to tell you something I'll never change that you need. You need blood bought, born to give. John 3, 3, amen. Saved by the Holy Ghost, sealed by the Holy Ghost, faith and baptism into one body through by submersion in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost. You need a local New Testament church and a King James Bible that you need to live sanctified and separated and holy and consecrated. You need to be spirit filled. You need to sow to the spirit that you won't fulfill the life to the flesh you need born again tonight why you shouldn't go to hell you don't need to you don't have to you don't need to are you listening the Bible said in Revelation 21 8 but the fearful I've always been amazed by that. That's the first one listed. The fearful and the unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death. But the fearful I ain't talking about scary cats, people that's afraid of the dark. Are you listening? Yeah. The fearful is those who are too afraid of what they'll lose and what they've got to give up to get saved. Yeah. Yeah, you tell you something, when God really saves a person, you don't give nothing up, Amen. He'll take it away. Amen. 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 Only thing you've got to give God when you get saved is your will. Well, I need a little help right there. Amen. You ain't got listen. A, a dope head don't give him his dope, then he gets saved. Right. He gives him his will, and he gives him his heart, and God will take the dope away. Uh, uh, listen, a uh, 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 thief don't give him his addiction to, to robbing and thieving. He gives his will and his heart, and God will take the thieving out of it. You can't get cleaned up before. 
You can't listen. You can't bargain with God. There's one way, and it's His way. Amen. Amen. Why shouldn't you go to hell? You don't need to. Amen. I mean, you really don't need to. You realize hell wasn't prepared for you, don't you? That's right. You don't need to go. God made a way for you to get saved. All you got to do is accept it. That means turn from your sin, take off your cloak of religion, and get saved, and get filled with the Holy Ghost, and walk with God, and serve God, and pray, and read the Bible, and tell the world about a Savior, that what He done for you, He can do for them, and enjoy life. I'm enjoying life. Amen. I don't have everything this world has to offer. That ain't joy no how. But I'm telling you, I enjoy life. Amen. I enjoy living in this world. I don't like the world, the condition it's in, but I enjoy my life. Amen. I get to come in here and preach like a wild man three times a week. Right. Ain't nothing better on the planet. <laughs> I'm telling you, there ain't. You couldn't put me in a spaceship and land me on Mars and I get a thrill like I get doing what I do. Right. Right. That's the God's honest truth. I got the best life that I think a man could ever have. Man. Because I got a whole bunch of money in my bank? Nope. No. Because I'm just I'm worldwide famous and got friends in every place? Absolutely not. But I am so joyful because I've got the one thing that matters. Amen. 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 People that don't have him are miserable. Yes, sir. People that don't have him have all those things that are miserable people. Why is it every year you hear of somebody in Hollywood that's a multi-billionaire that's got 15 houses bigger than anything you and me has ever even seen. They've got 15 of them in every major city in the U.S. They get to go all across the world. They're catered. They're whining and dining. They've got the prettiest women. They've got the most handsomest men. I mean, they've got money running out their ears. Everybody likes them. Everybody loves them. Everybody supports them. I mean, they, they get to see the world and experience things that you and I never will, but they find them dead in the bathtub every year. They find them dead because they've overdosed or they find them dead because they hung themselves. Why is it that the whole world has everything that the devil will dangle out in front of them and they're killing themselves and they're torturing themselves and they're cutting themselves and they're committing themselves into nutcase wards. Why? Because they don't have the main thing. They don't have the peace of God. They've tried to find it in everything, but you can't find Him in things. You can't find Him in things. There's, I've said it. There's a God-sized hole in every man's heart. And only God can fill that hole. Are you listening? Why don't you go... Why, 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 why you don't need to go to hell? Number one, I said because... Uh, real simple... You don't have to. Number two, you you don't need to. And then number three, third reason why you shouldn't go to hell, you're not supposed to. Are y'all this is simple? I know it's simple, and I've not impressed you. If you're looking for intelligence, I've not given you much. But I'll tell you what I've done. I've given you the message that God told me to give you. You don't have to, you don't need to, but you're not supposed to. The Bible said in Matthew 25, 41, Then shall he also say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. You, listen to me, are not supposed to go to hell. That's why he let him nail him to a cross. He did that for you and for me. You are not supposed to go to a post office. He didn't come to save a handful. Well, a malarkey on that countless crowd. He didn't come to save those who he knew would say yes. He came to save the seeking saved that which was lost. And we were all lost. You are not supposed to go to hell. Are you listening? From the people that's been in church your whole life to the people that's been in the world most of your life, ain't none of us supposed to go because he paid the price for us not to. Are you listening? If I'm 
ask you a serious question. And, and, and again, I've done what God told me to do, so it's out, it's out of my hands. That's right. But I'm going to ask you a serious question. Which one of you is going to hell? I don't know how else to ask you. Man, are you listening? Which one of you is sitting here tonight with an open invitation to the cross and you're the one that's going to hell? Who is it? Who is it? you like this. Is it you? No, sir. No. Is it you? Is it you, Bob? Is it you? Madison, is it you? Is it you? You going? Is it you? Megan, are you going to hell? Is it you? Is it you? On the other side. Is it you? Are you going to hell? Are you going to hell? Listen to me, honey. Are you going to go to hell? Are you going to hell? Christina, are you the one that's going to hell? Are you going? Well, John, are you going to go to hell? Evan, are you going to hell? Geneva, are you going to hell? Yeah. Leah, are you going to hell? Jim, are you going to go to hell? Kyra, are you going to hell? Are you going to hell? Jasmine, are you going to go to hell? Are you going? You're going to hell. Things that's wrong with me that I don't know about. 
going to be revealed to me one day. But the things I do know, he shall let me burn. John, it's amazing that we are not supposed to go. Is that not amazing to you? We're not supposed to go. How are we not supposed to go? He loved us. He loved us unto death. He loved us to the cross. He loved us to the grave. He loved us into hell for three days. And He loved us at the resurrection. And because of that, Jenny, we are not supposed to go to hell. We deserve it, but we don't have to go. And we don't need to go. Listen to me tonight. And we're not supposed to go to a place called hell. We don't have to. We need to thank God that He loved us enough. That He come to seek and save that which was lost. Is there another one that you ain't saved? Listen, I've done what God's told me to do. Sister Kayla admitted before she well, we and her got started tonight. She's dealt with that. I don't know if she's dealt with that or she, I don't know. The Holy Ghost knows. Or if God told her she's lying, I don't know. I really don't know. I can't explain all these things. And I ain't going to try to explain it because I don't know. And I just don't know that. But I know this. Whether or not they're going to stay here the rest of the night or not. That's right. We'll stay with them. Hey. As a pastor, I'm going to do everything I can. I don't want her leaving this building without knowing something. Went on too long. Get it down. Good night. Is there anybody else lying? There's strong conviction here. Again, I'm not trying to get you re-saved. I don't think you get re-saved. No, sir. One time. If you got saved, you got saved. I'm not trying to get you re-saved. Well, I am trying to get a sinner that's all saved. And I don't know why God led me here, but this is where it is. That's a serious business. Understand? Serious. Amen. Brother Eric? I'll tell you what, ladies, actually go back to uh, page 57. Or actually, no. Don't go to 57. Go to uh, the one about the blood. What was that? There's a fountain. Did we sing that? Yeah. Get her nailed down tonight. Y'all want to help me because I went brain dead. I don't know what. 379? Sing that one. Okay, we'll just start them off or whoever. 